The time is coming when the powers of heaven will be shaken by God. Everything is kept in place right now in the solar system because of the word of God, because God commanded that it stay in place. But the time is coming when God will pronounce another commandment over the solar system and everything will change. A woman in our church group had a dream about that. She said that one day she and her husband were going out in the dream to buy a television set. She had gotten out to the car and was waiting for her husband when all of a sudden the sun went dark. She said it was terrifying. She said she started to run back into her house, but it was so frightening to her that she just fell down on her knees, knowing nothing could be done about it. Jesus describes that in Matthew 24, the powers of heaven will be shaken. He says in verse 29, immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken and then shall appear the sign of the son of man in heaven and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn and they shall see the son of man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory verse 29 and the powers of heaven shall be shaken I had a dream about this back in the 1980s. In the dream that I had, the earth slipped on its axis. People were terrified. It just slipped a little on its axis. Now, for that to happen, it would have to be God causing it. It would have to be God shaking the powers of heaven that are currently holding everything in place. The governments of men in this dream were meeting with scientists and religious leaders to see what could be done. A television newscaster in the dream was trying to tell the story of what had happened. He was so frightened he couldn't tell the story. He finally just got up and left the TV set. I think of this dream often when I'm watching television news because they act so sad when they're telling a story and they sit there and put on a sad face. The time is coming. They won't be acting. They will be so frightened they can't even give the news report for they know they are affected. In these other stories, they are not affected and they know it, but this time they are affected. Matthew twenty four, thirty five. Jesus says, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. While things that we can see on this earth seem so important to us, 
they'll all be destroyed by God after the coming of Jesus. The only thing that will not pass away is the word of God, that word which God has said to us. It will never fail. Jesus warns us about this in Luke 21, verse 25. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars. And upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. Verse 33, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words, says Jesus, shall not pass away. And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting, that means overindulgence, and drunkenness and cares of this life. And so that day come upon you unawares. For as a snare shall it come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch, therefore. Watch yourself. Watch what you're doing. Watch the way you're going. Watch ye, therefore, and pray always. Pray over everything. If you have any Concern whatsoever in your heart right now. Stop and pray over it. We have to keep ourselves through prayer daily, constantly, second by second. If you have any concern whatsoever in your heart, stop and settle it with God. For the connection with God that we have through prayer makes us accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and stand before the Son of Man. That's verse 36. Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and stand before the Son of Man. Jesus is telling us in verse 36 how to make yourself worthy to escape. It is watching what you do and staying connected to God through prayer always. Taking a scripture like Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 and keeping it before you day and night to check and see whether or not you have taken any form of care into your heart. Philippians 4 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, through prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, 
Let your requests be made known unto God. Keeping that scripture before us day and night, every day, every evening, to check and be sure that our heart has not taken on any form of concern unknown to us. Examining ourselves by that scripture helps enormously. For cares have a way of sneaking in to our hearts. And if we allow it, one trouble after another trouble will creep in. It needs to be settled with God. If you have a concern over any human, settle it with God. If you have a perceived problem that's going to surface a few months down the road, or there's danger of a problem, talk to God about it now. Allow him to settle you. Allow him to show you if there's anything you need to do about the problem or the perceived problem. If you have any concern over anything, stop and take those concerns, one concern at a time, and talk to God about the way you're concerned and ask him to help you and ask God if there's anything you need to do to please show you. Another scripture you might want to keep in front of you at this point in time is James chapter 1, verse 5. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth to all liberally and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. It may not be given you the moment you pray for wisdom. It may be an hour later, two hours later, a day later. I even had one time that it was about four years later. But it was given to me. It will be given to you. Focus on that. It shall be given to him. It's a promise of God. If you ask for wisdom and you ask God for wisdom, if you lack wisdom and you ask God for wisdom, it shall be given to you. And what's so wonderful about this is you don't know the future, but God does. He knows exactly what we need. He can show us exactly what to do right now. When I think of 2020, I rejoice in something. Three times, three specific times, God showed me exactly what to do. Exactly in the year 2020. At the time this coronavirus hit, I had a house for sale in Texas. I now live in Colorado. That house had been on a market for a year and a half and I had not sold. I was frightened. With this coronavirus, who's gonna buy a house? It's not that the house was such a burden to me, I didn't have to have the money to go forward. But the problem was it was draining all the money that was coming in. The offerings were having to go toward taking care of that house. 
Every month we had to pay utilities, we had to mow the lawn, we had to do upkeep on the house. Every month it was just sitting there vacant for a year and a half. I often prayed for the house to sell. I knew I was praying according to the will of God because God had told me when he when I went to the hospital after a, a accident I had at the house and they were rolling me out to the ambulance on a gurney and I passed the front door, I heard from God, you'll never see this house again. So I knew it was the will of God for the house to sell. I didn't need a house sitting there in Texas, which I would never see again. For a year and a half, that house did not sell. And now the coronavirus struck in March, in the United States in March, and I have a house sitting there in Texas. I was terrified. I turned to God and said, Is there anything you want me to do about that house in Texas? I immediately had the concept, lower the price of the house to a special price, put it on sale for one week under a special price. I called my realtor and told her to do that. The house sold in two days. I'm still a little shocked here about six months, seven months later. I'm still a little shocked over the sale of the house that I don't have that house sitting there troubling me because it had troubled me for a year and a half, and I had called out to God every time I was troubled. It took a year and a half, but the house sold. Another thing that happened in the year 2020, and this happened in March 2020. It was when the coronavirus struck so strongly. I had a word from God, sell all your old sound equipment that you're not using. Pam Paget knows how to list that sound equipment on internet. There's a high-end sound equipment dealer on internet where you can list it and sell sound equipment. I called Pam and asked her to come to my room, and she did. And I asked her, are you working on anything special right now? And she said, no, just the normal things. And I said, well, just stop everything, because I've had a word from God to put all of our old sound equipment on Internet for sale. Now, who's going to buy sound equipment at the height of the coronavirus? And yet, that's what I heard to do. So, I told Pam to do that. It was incredible. When she listed items out there, we would have three or four people trying to buy the same item. Everything we listed sold. One piece of equipment was shipped to Hong Kong at the buyer's expense. Everything sold. I would have never really suspected that that was the season to sell sound equipment at the height of the coronavirus. But that's what God told me to do and that's what we did. And there's one other thing he led me to do in 2020. I've had several broken bones through the years by uh, falling accidents. I have almost constant pain, especially when I'm sitting. 
It's hard to ride in a car. I have a 26-year-old car. Pam had a 16-year-old car when this happened. I was thinking about having the seats reupholstered, that maybe that would help me to be able to ride better in the car. As I was thinking about having both cars, seats upholstered, reupholstered, I heard, or you could just buy a new car. And that was such a shock to me. I had not considered buying a new car. And that same night, I even had a dream that I bought a new car. So the next day, I called Pam and asked her to come to my room, and I told her about the dream. And I told her about the word I'd heard. We went out that same day and began looking at cars, and by 7 o'clock that evening, we had decided on a car and had bought a new car. When she listed her 17, 16-year-old car on Internet, it sold just immediately. I listed my 24-year-old car, and we had one offer on it, which was $1,500 lower than I had expected. I did not sell it. I wasn't really sure whether the new car was going to work in the sense of the height of the seat and getting into it and exactly what was going to happen. I wanted to test the new car first. But the new car is working fine now. God shows us what to do. Sometimes he shows us things to do that we'd never considered doing. But he does help us. He may just bring it to our mind in the form of a thought or a concept, which is from the Holy Spirit. Or he may bring a scripture. He may bring you a dream to show you what to do, but he will help you. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.